Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Double Pip Cast. This is episode seven for those of you that are keeping count at home. Uh, this week we're actually going to do an extended version of Let's Talk About It, where we're just going to focus on one specific card, and that specific card is Omega Supreme. We're going to do a deep dive into where he fits into the game right now, uh, what the, some of the best cards are to pair with him, uh, both action, upgrade, and character, and talk about how you can still get a copy of Omega Supreme. So thank you for tuning in, and here we go. So Omega Supreme, the last guardian, uh, he came out in, I believe it was February, as a part of Loot Crate's transformation-themed box that, you know, they theme all their, or they did, uh, now that they're not going to be around for much longer, they theme all their boxes around uh, different um, different themes, so horror and, and keywords. So for Omega Supreme, he was in the transformation-themed box uh, back in February, and you could sign up for just that one loot crate or you could do a rolling subscription if you liked what you got and you wanted to keep it going. Uh, so I believe it was $19.99. You got a t-shirt, some other stuff, and then you got the exclusive, uh, there's air quotes going on there, an exclusive Omega Supreme card. Uh, he's the same size as Metroplex and the coming soon Trypticon. So yeah, you, you, you got this uh, loot crate, and it took a while to show up. A lot of people were kind of bummed, and, and that's what loot crate uh, you would come to expect from loot crate from what I've heard is that it would take a while to get. But anyway, uh, you, you get, he arrived, he's a large card, and you know people were a little underwhelmed with his stat line. And you knew what you were getting. He was uh, announced, you saw, saw what his stats were, and... Um, you know he's he's under underpowered, and the team over at Wizards of the Coast uh, have actually stated that he was released intentionally underpowered due to his limited availability. They didn't want to make him extremely strong or even tending towards uh, competitive, just due to the fact that he is only he was only available through Loot Crate, and uh, they didn't want to make him a staple that you had to figure out how to get uh, or else. So February, well, that's a long time ago um, in the grand scheme of things. So I can't, I can't get him right now. No. So uh, as of this podcast recording, if you still haven't gotten a hold of him through official uh, retail channels, not talking about eBay, not talking about Amazon or through trades at your local game store, he retails for fifteen ninety nine on Loot Vault, which is where all of the products that weren't distributed through Loot Crate, uh, through subscriptions, they sell them off uh, as one-offs, kind of making it not exclusive to that Loot Crate uh, initial subscription, which is kind of a bummer if you're somebody who signed up just for this card, uh, taking a chance on whether or not he showed up in the Loot Vault, you know. So $15.99, and right now there's a last chance coupon I took a look, and it's just last chance, all caps, gives you 80% off your cart. So that brings him down to $3.20, depending on what tax is in your area. $3.20. You have to pay 5 bucks shipping, so that brings you up to 8 something. So you're still under $10, and you can get uh, 
worst case scenario, you have a, a cool collector's item, even if he's not playable uh, in your local area, or if you take him to any tournaments and he doesn't pan out, at least you have an awesome big card that uh, you won't see again. So get him while you can, less than $10. Uh, again, that's code last chance, all one word, all caps, at checkout, 80% off the $15.99 price point. So uh, pretty good deal. There's only, I think it said there was 25 left. I don't know if that's accurate, but uh, 25 left to pick up. And this isn't sponsored by Loot Crate or anything like that, but I just thought that was a great deal and it was worth no noting. So yeah, Wizard of the Coast, the, some of the representatives on the design team and the brand team, they said that he was released intentionally underpowered. So that's a bummer if if you like Omega Supreme. you know I think he is a really cool character. The first time I saw him, I didn't even know his name, and I saw him in the introduction for Robots in Disguise. And I just thought his design was so much different than the other characters. And then the first time you see him is actually in the Secret of Omega Supreme episode, I believe, where he fights Astro Train. I may have gotten the, the episode name wrong, but he fights Astro Train in space. And he's just a really cool character, really odd. His toy was a tank that had a racetrack that revolved around a space shuttle. And then he transformed into this massive character with a visor and a claw and a laser arm so very cool character so that's why i'm focusing on this episode because i think he's so interesting he, he's got some really deep lore if you want to even get into that you can go on wikipedia and all those other websites and read up on him but he's a very cool character very cool color scheme looks nothing like the other bots uh so man it stinks that he's he's underpowered so let's talk about some of the things that make him the character that he is right now we have to deal with it right and what we can do with cards that we have right now that we know about and uh, can get. So in his alt mode, we'll start with his alt mode because that's where we start when we start the game. He is a four attack, which is below average, 24 health, and then two defense in his alt mode. He's got four keywords in his alt mode. So he is a guardian which there are no current cards that take that guardian keyword and allow you to do anything with it. He is a spaceship. We have unconventional flying object, which we'll talk about later. He's a tank and he is ranged. His alt mode ability is uh, when you flip to this mode, you can draw a card or you can do one damage to an enemy. So you have that indirect damage. He's a tank, so thematically that makes sense. Uh, flip to the tank mode. Volley of uh, fire, you know, shoot shoot off your cannon, do a damage, or draw a card. Uh, I picture him doing like a lap around the spaceship and maybe, maybe finding another action card. I don't know. So uh, he is Omega Supreme Autobot Defense Base. That's his title, Autobot Defense Base. So um, 24 health, you're like, oh man, that's that's a ton of health, right? You, you think of some of the other characters that uh, we have, 24 health is a lot. I think Metroplex is the other highest non-combiner health, and then you start getting into some of the super rares and uh, some of the other single cards that we've seen in the 14s and the 15s. So 24 health, that's a lot. But 
you don't get too excited because he's a 19 cost. He is a 19 cost character. So that definitely handicaps him in a, in a couple of different ways, most notably who you can bring with him. But before we get too ahead of ourselves, so in his alt mode, and I'm physically flipping this card here, and uh, just because it's so awesome to take a look at, so might as well enjoy myself, right? So uh, just an awesome looking design. Uh, take a look at it online if you can. Uh, he is still a guardian in all in his bot mode. He's still ranged, so that uh, that's nice to keep that ranged. You know, sometimes you see the flip to melee or the total loss of melee or ranged in bot mode. We get a nice uh, bump in the base attack damage. He's a seven attack damage in his bot mode. He drops down a defense though, so we're at one defense uh, as opposed to the two defense that we get in alt mode. This ability, very unique in bot mode, if one of your other characters, and you're probably only going to have one other character, uh, if one of your other characters would take two or more attack damage, instead you may have this character, so Omega Supreme, you may have this take two of that damage and your other character take the rest. So you have a partner character, it has already done its defense flips, we know now after attack and defense has been taken into account, yes, I would take attack damage here. Now we can use Omega Supreme's bot mode ability at any time. It doesn't have to be if, if he was flipped or if he's untapped or anything like that. It's just conditional on if I would take damage on a non-Omega Supreme character, then Omega Supreme can filter two of that damage and make the character take the rest. So let's say we had four attack uh, from attack and orange flips. We had two defense on our side. There's two damage coming through. Omega Supreme can say, hey, I'll take that too. Or if it was four, I can take two of it. You're still gonna have to take two. Sorry, dude, but this is all I can do. Uh, so he can be a guardian and mitigate two damage of what would be taken. So that's pretty cool. It's unique. It's uh, it definitely plays into that guardian thematic. So from a theme standpoint, I you know I'm really feeling how it's thematic. He's a guardian. He's mitigating damage. He's a tank. He's shooting off damage uh, to the the enemy. So uh, very cool. I like the the seven attack, and that definitely comes into handy. Uh, comes in hand. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying. Seven attack is awesome. Uh, it's not amazing, but it, it's it's way better than uh, only having uh, four like we do in his alt mode. The defense, not too happy about, um, but I typically play him in a major uh, major blue deck, so all blue. Uh, so yeah, so that's that's his stat line. You know, um, underpowered. Yeah. So you compare him to other characters that are you know, in a tall deck, and tall deck meaning that instead of being wide with three, four, five characters, or even six if you're playing Devastator, uh, in wider decks, you have more characters with less health and, you know, the stats uh, are lower. 
But in taller decks, you have less characters. Usually they have higher health and higher stats if they're balanced and, and they're going to be viable in competitive play. So Mega Supreme, he's a taller character. He has 24 health, so about two and a half times that of a normal bot, a normal five or uh, six star bot, usually has anywhere from eight to 10 health, right? So it's, it's just a smidge in terms of tuning. It's just a smidge under what you would want to see for him to be worth playing and, and really trying to make him work, right? So if he had eight attack and five, if everything was just bumped up just maybe one point, he would be over that scale. But he's just, just underneath it, and um, you know that was intentional. So I've talked about what, what his card is, right? So you're starting to think right now, oh, man, what could I play with him? Who, who could I bring in? So he is a 19-star cost card so that means if we're doing quick maths he can do uh, a maximum six star character card with him and then we have some five star cards and even some four star cards that have been released uh, four is being is the lowest that we've seen released and most of those are your uh, metroplex cards so slammer scrapper or <laughs> scamper and uh, six gun and then some of the uh, constructicons Four stars, so there's there's definitely some four star cards out there, um, but possible partners you have over fifty character cards split across wave one, wave two, and wave three that you can put with Omega Supreme. Now that's can you're you're already handicapping yourself and playing on the back foot by choosing a tall character assortment, and you're choosing Omega Supreme, which isn't even the best. If you're going tall deck, not even the best, right? So we want to talk about who the best characters are that you could put with him. But I'll just ramble off a few. You can jump onto uh, the Transformers trading card game app and take a look at which ones qualify for this. But you've got Kickback, Ransack, Red Alert, Flame War, Ironhide, Prowl, uh, Starter Starscream from the Wave 2 starter set. You've got uh, Warpath, the Windblade from the starter set, uh, Blowpipe. Uh, you know a lot of the the Wave Three uh, Battle Masters will work with him. Um, so Blowpipe. You've got uh, Nightstick, um, Teraxodon, Smashdown. So a lot of those will work as well. Which that uh, your other bot's gonna die. Pretty sure. Pretty sure that he's gonna die first. So hey. He's going to die. Maybe I can equip him to Omega Supreme, but, you know, is that really worth it? You know, we'll talk about that. But, yeah, over 50 characters. I was surprised when I was, you know, doing the research for this to make sure that uh, I had all, all the facts. That's I didn't even know there was that many characters that were six stars and under. So over 50 characters, that's that's crazy. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I looked over their abilities. I looked over their stat lines and really... We're talking about min-maxing an off-meta, almost what you would call a troll pick. But uh, he's you're not on a team with anybody, so you can't really be trolling anybody but yourself. So you want to pick the best character to put with him that synergizes the best with him. So here's a few that I've got 
that I've pulled aside, and we're going to go through by wave. So wave one, and this character card finds its way into a ton of decks just because of its general use case and its low star cost. So Flame War, wave one, uh, tough one in bot mode, and then when you flip to its alt mode, you get uh, bold for that turn uh, of one. 10 HP, uh, three attack, one defense. It's a five star. So again, I was saying you could have a six star character. So five stars, so that allows us to squeak in a star card if we want to. Uh, so that tough one is very valuable. Again, I, I have experience running Omega Supreme with mostly blue. So tough one is, is definitely uh, desired, especially if you haven't put an armor on Omega Supreme yet. Having the additional card flip is is needed in order to keep him alive as long as possible. And then flame more benefits from that tough one as well. Three attack, uh, that's most likely only going to find its way through as one or two if you're going against all orange. Uh, three attack is not really valuable unless you have pierce of three uh, to make sure that that gets through. So yeah, flame war, a tough one, and the ability to play a star card, 10 health, which is more than some of the other characters we're going to talk about. So that's flame war. Moving on, we got Swoop. So Swoop's an Autobot, so that allows us to play some of the Autobot cards with maximum efficiency, uh, such as Press the Advantage, Confidence, Noble's Blaster. So Swoop kind of synergizes in a couple different ways, and maybe a stretch, but you have the additional indirect damage you can do when you flip to Swoop's alt mode, you can actually take one of the damage counters that's been placed on Swoop from an attack and put that on a defending uh, character. So not only are you healing one, so a little rest and relaxation there, you can then move that over to the other side. So it's a zap and a rest and relaxation rolled all into one. 10 health, six star, so we're not gonna be able to play a star card in here. Six star card, three attack and two defense in alt mode. So if you're playing blue, that synergizes nicely because we have a, a two defense for our side character. So making that, that low 10 HP a little bit more efficient. But we also have the glass cannon and for a six star cost, five attack, I'll take it. We have zero defense though, so this is, if he's dying on the next turn regardless, let's flip to this mode and let's try to get as much of this damage through. So we've got five attack, zero defense in his bot mode. He's a wave one, a common character. Uh, Flame War is also a common. So yeah, Swoop, I, I like Swoop because of his, the five attack. <laughs> Omega Supreme has four in his alt mode and you've got a six star character with five, that, that looks pretty good, right? Uh, and then he's got the cheeky damage or the indirect damage, uh, non-attack damage that we're moving over and he's healing. So maybe I can, I can last an extra turn where I wouldn't have normally. And then that's not even talking about action cards and abusing that, uh, that healing and the cheeky damage. So hey, so swoop is on the table, right? So let's move over to Jazz. Now, the concept of sideboarding 
came to mind when I when I was looking at jazz. So sideboarding is in an official tournament or uh, any type of uh, company or uh, Wizards of the Coast sanctioned play, and then. If, if the organizers want, it's not sanctioned and they want to uh, recognize sideboards. Sideboards is basically being able to have additional cards that you can swap out after you've played your first game. So depending on the local meta, the local flavor, you can bring in an acid storm. So you can shut down bold, hopefully. Uh, you can bring in action cards. And, and it's less than 10 cards and uh, it's you can't choose from your entire selection of cards and be like and totally change everything up but you have a, a small amount of edge case cards that can help you deal with uh, some pretty common occurrences right so bold being one of those so jazz comes to mind after that long-winded explanation that was somewhat incomplete of sideboards jazz comes to mind because he gets shut down by Pierce. And with the release of Wave 3, Pierce is, uh, you know, with that Black Pip that we've talked about in the past, Pierce and that Black Pip, uh, Black Pips, when drawn, give you Pierce. Uh, Before the Black Pip was added, you had to play an action, have an ability, or play an upgrade that gave you that Pierce. It was was not uh, something you could get passively or actively through uh, card flips. Now you can. So that makes Jazz a wait and see, or, you know, I don't think anybody's playing Pierce. They're just playing straight orange, no Pierce, no black. Hey, maybe Jazz can be useful here. Like, okay, so let's let's jump into Jazz now that we talk about why you shouldn't play him. But he, he's, he almost is a noob trap in what we're already talking about as being a an edge case but hey I, I'm, I'm passionate about this i like this character and so this gets me excited so jazz his uh, ability that makes him very synergistic with omega supreme is flip two white cards while defending if you flip two white cards while defending reduce all damage to two so hey, I had 14 bold, you're taking 30 damage. Oh, I flipped two white, and you had no pierce. Now I'm going to take two. Rewind, what was Omega Supreme spot mode ability? Hey, I can take two damage, and I'll absorb that, and you take the rest. So you flip two whites, Jazz is on defense. Let's say, let's say you, swung, you swung first with him uh, from the onset of the game. He's vulnerable. They answer. They attack him. You flip to white. Hey, I'm going to reduce that down to two. Omega Supreme, he's in bot mode. Hey, I'm, I'm not taking anything. So Jazz just survived. They whiffed an attack, and all that came through was two damage on Omega Supreme. Pretty cool. Well, it goes down from here. He is a 10 HP, three attack, zero defense. Three zero is his stat line in both modes. His other ability is flip two whites and you get pierce. It, okay, but again, he's six stars, so we can't bring a star card in. He is, It's. it sounds cool, and it definitely play tested 
very fun in a non-pierce deck. It, it was fun to have that trigger and shirk off a, a giant swing. Is it going to work? Eh, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't chance it unless you were sure that there was going to be no pierce around. And then you have to sub in enough white cards in order to have his ability fire all the time. So you're talking about taking out valuable blues or even some oranges, orange actions, orange upgrades that you want to have uh, while keeping them limited in this blue deck. So if you want to get your whites every time Jazz is defending, you know you have to make sure that that math is pretty good without going overboard, and then you're losing your blues when Omega Supreme is defending, and those whites are useless to him. He needs those blues in order to withstand as many attacks as possible. So that's wave one. Flame War, Swoop, and Jazz. Moving on, we got wave two. So this is the one you see pop up the most. Hey, you know, I want to play Omega Supreme. Who should I put with him? Um, hey, here's my Omega Supreme deck idea, blah, blah, blah. So, and this is the one I run currently. I ran Jazz. Uh, I've tried Swoop. I've tried Flame War. But I, I'm stuck right now on Warpath. So Warpath is a Autobot tank from Wave 2. He's a rare 6-star character. He is, <laughs> he is a tank. He's got a big uh, tank barrel or tank cannon sticking out of his chest. So he looks really cool. He's 6-star, and he's a rare. So the other 6-star rares I know of and again, could be wrong, that aren't battle masters or anything like that, uh, is Acid Storm, which is kind of his counterpart. So Warpath, what's he do? So let's talk about his stat line first. His uh, alt mode, he's a four attack and two defense. He's got six health. In alt mode, two attack, blah, and three defense. So, okay, six star card. Three defense on six health makes that six health more efficient. Very cool. So Warpath, what what does he do? What's his what's his ability? So thankfully he is not blank on either side. Uh, he'd be you wouldn't be able to play him if he there, there'd be no reason to play him if he was blank on either side. So he in his uh, bot mode enemies cannot use tough, and he has Pierce too. So he. His attacks will be good for two, guaranteed, every time. Awesome. Unless somebody plays a card that reduces your peers, which is no bueno for you. But, uh, so no tough for enemies. So if you're going into a deck that plays uh, blue and, and uses tough, we're shutting that down. Not extremely common, but, because, you know, this deck is running tough, and we'll get into that, but... No tough, cool. Uh, but what he can do, which is even uh, cooler, and this is going to synergize with the indirect damage that we're already doing with Omega Supreme in his alt mode, is we are going to be punishing the use of double blue pip cards. So no tough for enemies in, in his uh, bot mode. But then when we flip over to that tank mode... We're going to punish security checkpoint. We're going to punish handheld blaster. 
And for every one of those that's in their discard pile, you're going to do one damage. So it's uh, one instance of one damage for each blue. So the opponent uh, chooses which one uh, that damage goes to. So that is cool. So you can, if you, you know, you need to be paying attention and saying, okay, so I just saw them flip two handheld blasters or, uh, you know, pay attention to that so you know what the maximum effect you can have with Warpath's ability. So you know that there's four damage worth of double blues in their discard pile. Awesome. So you flip them over, your opponent chooses a, a character, they do one damage to it for each blue. So that's awesome. That that is uh, that is cool. So that that makes him valuable. But again, we're talking about you know not to keep reiterating, but this is a very <laughs> experimental, and uh, your success may vary. So you need to maximize every single damage counts. Every single damage that you don't take counts. So if you can make up for the fact that you don't have a third character by doing this indirect damage and lasting as long as possible. Warpath looks very appealing, even though he only has six health. You know, you're going to be able to withstand a couple attacks, maybe one, maybe two. Uh, in, in my experience, I've been able to withstand at least two. So that's Warpath. That's, that's the, the golden boy tank robot for right now. Golden boy. Wave three. So wave three has the battle masters, but I wanted to pick just one we're not going bold i'm not going bold with omega supreme you can try orange and bold with omega supreme and see how that goes but we're talking about blue omega right now so we're not going to be doing lionizer because that bold would go out the window so i looked at smashdown and he's a promotional card from the release day so this is double promo action uh, smashdown is a battle master and in his weapon mode, when he gets KO'd, so he's 5-star. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. So 5-star, 2-6-2. Uh, two, two. So 2 attack, 2 defense, 6 health. He is a weapon, so he takes up a weapon slot once he gets KO'd. He gives you your Mega Supreme plus 2. And when you attack, if you flip more uh, color variety of pips than your opponent, then you get an extra 2 attack damage until the end of turn. So that's basically two because you're not you're not going to be uh, going any longer after that turn. So you're gonna have plus four if you flip more pips. So the deck I run has some green, has some white, has some blue, and has a little, little bit of orange. Um, not very much. So the ability to trigger Smashdown's extra two is, uh, it, it can happen. So we're using a weapon that's got four four attack damage so that takes your seven to eleven or your four to eight alt mode and bot mode so that's smash down he's not going to do anything when he is in his bot mode he has no ability um his text don't let it get you excited it just explains what a battle master does uh so he's for all intents and purposes blank on his bot side he's got two attack and two defense and, and the goal, really, for a Battlemaster is to get some value out of them while they're in bot mode, but not have them stick around forever because you want to get the value out of that other side. So that's Smashdown. Then I was looking at Roadhugger, and 
I don't see a lot of people talking about um, some of these MicroMasters. Uh, you know, there's there's some decks where it's you know really wide and and they try to do some some stuff with them. But I was looking at Roadhugger, and we'll get into the synergy. But we'll just really quickly talk about a scenario. So Roadhugger is three seven and one. So he's already looking better than Smashdown's bot mode. Uh, three seven and one, both sides. He's a Decepticon, so we can't really run those uh, Autobot cards with maximum efficiency. Uh, so Roadhugger's Decepticon. He's a car, sports car patrol is his one of his keywords. But he has a tap ability, and, and most MicroMasters do. They, they basically stand in for, for actions at the cost of tapping them. So you forego your attack, but you get to use their 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 ability text. So we're going to tap Roadhugger, discard a blue card, and once you've done that, you can give plus three attack to another character on your team. So let's say we flip Omega Supreme and draw a card. So we flip from bot to alt mode. We use his ability to draw a card. We feed our hand. We Let's say we get a blue. This is best case scenario. We get a blue if we didn't already have one. We then discard that blue. We tap Roadhugger. And we now have what is essentially the leap into a battle, leap into battle effect of plus three attack. So awesome. We just uh, put our attack up three. And that was essentially what Roadhugger would do it when he was attacking maybe maybe not but then we open him up to attack and you know we go down that road so leap into battle we discard a blue card give plus three to omega supreme cool and there's a lot of different things you could do to get omega supreme back into his uh, highest attack mode or you can keep him in his, his tank mode for his defense so those are the characters that i looked at and i saw uh, initial or immediate uh, value in. Yes, you could play him with Razor Claw. You could play him with most of the non Volcanicus and non uh, Optimus. What's his name? It's, it's Optimus Maximus. So you can play him with any of the non Sentinels or non Dinobot uh, combiners. So you've got. All the aerial bots, most of the uh, Stunticons, and the Constructicons, and the Predacons. So you can play him with those characters, but it's they're basically separate from one another. They don't they don't feed into each other uh, that much. But you can look into them. Uh, so those are the characters that I looked at, and I I thought there was some value to. Which one are you going to try if you're gonna? pick up an Omega Supreme for less than 10 bucks and try try them out with character. Which one are you going to try out? So, you know, a, a character is only as good as their deck, and deck is composed of actions and upgrades. So a couple of actions that, that I play and that I've looked at, you know, you have a lot of your staples, but here's some that take advantage of the keywords that Omega Supreme and his cohort will have. So let's roll into the tank cards first. So two-pronged attack. 
uh, works for both planes and tanks. It's a rare from Wave 3, so it's relatively new. What it does for Mega Supreme, choose a tank, and your opponent discards two cards from their hand. So this is a card that can be ran with either tanks or planes, so add some extra value there. So if both of your cards are tanks, it doesn't really matter. It's just a, hey, dude, you need to discard two cards from your hand. You choose. So some disruption there. It's an orange pip, so you want to be careful not to have too many of those because then your defense is going to be inefficient uh, as much as we need it to be efficient to, to stay alive. Then we have Hunker Down, and this one there's a ton of value in, in Hunker Down uh, for a couple of reasons, but it's a single blue pip. It's a rare from Wave 1. I run an entire playset, so three versions, uh, three copies of this card. So Hunker Down, it's a rare. Flip all of your tanks from bot mode to tank mode. Upgrade uh, them. If they don't have an armor on them already, go ahead and take an armor from your discard pile and place it on them. So you let's say you have two armors in your discard pile. We haven't upgraded yet. Let's say this is the second turn, so you're able to play one action. Hey, I'm going to play Hunker Down. I've got my uh, Omega Supreme in bot mode, even though I'm not getting the max value out of it. I'm going to flip and then upgrade. Uh, so that's that's really cool. So Hunker Down is a staple, in my opinion. The blue pip, the ability to flip over, you're getting extra value there because we're able to draw a card or do one damage to an enemy with Omega Supreme's ability. So not only are we upgrading him if we've discarded, which most likely we, we have discarded, and let's hope there's an armor in there. If not, sad days, but uh, do one damage to an enemy or draw a card and, and feed that. Very cool. Set you up for later down the road. And then wave three as well. Uh, you know, I'm seeing a little bit of a, a pattern here. It's another rare. So Omega Supreme is looking like an expensive deck. No, some of these rares are pretty cheap, or you can trade it to... Uh, Trade it your LCG. So, unconventional flying object. It's a rare from Wave 3. This only works for uh, Omega Supreme in the deck that we're looking at. But it allows you to flip a spaceship. So, Omega Supreme in his alt mode is a spaceship. Remember that shuttle that he orbits around on or drives around on his little track? So, flip a spaceship to bot mode and then back. So we're already in tank mode, or in his bot mode, or spaceship mode. He's, he's got so many modes. Uh, so we flip him to bot mode. We don't get any value out of that flip, because remember that flip only diverts uh, some damage, sponges up a little bit. But when we come back, we get to draw a card or do one damage to an enemy. So, and then we have our normal flip. So we could have started in bot mode, used our one flip per turn, flip him to tank mode, do one damage, or draw a card, play unconventional flying object, flip him to bot, and then back. So we're back into our higher defense mode, but we also get to trigger that ability again. So you can start to think about some of the combos you could do, where we use our flip, we use brainstorm, we use unconventional flying object for the flip, uh, mode flip, um, or transform. 
and then we could throw rapid conversion in there or we could throw escape route in there and we could flip back and forth multiple times which would start to give me a headache if I was Omega Supreme but we can get that uh, cheeky damage off or that indirect damage or we can start to fill our card or our, our hand with multiple cards that uh, hopefully we can use to keep Omega alive. So those are some of the, the actions, right? And uh, a couple other ones, leap into battle, gives you plus three, uh, attack, brainstorm, which I mentioned, gives you uh, the ability to play two actions on your turn, and then in addition to brainstorm, obviously. And then we have um, uh, escape route, which is a white pip and green pip. So the green pip allows you to get it into your hand faster. Uh, through your draw power, which is, is good. You have that like searching uh, ability. So the escape route allows me to, again, proc my bot mode ability, which I want to be able to do as often as possible just to get in. Again, you're, you're trying to make up for the fact you don't have a third character to attack, to attack with. So getting that indirect damage in there is a must. Crushing treads, we're moving on to upgrades. So crushing treads is a wave one uncommon single orange pip works on tanks only and it's a utility so the character that's been upgraded with crushing treads has pierce equal to the defense so i've tried versions of this deck that run pierce i have not run crushing treads uh it's a I didn't have it. I haven't drawn up any proxies. I think that would be the best way to do it is just draw up some proxies and see if it's worth it. If so, grab a playset if you don't have one already. But so you're going to have defense with Omega Supreme uh, if you're running a blue deck and you, you choose to run a few crushing treads to take advantage of the fact that you're going to be flipping blues. So if you're going up, if you're worried that the attack damage isn't going to go through, Crushing Treads is nice to have because you're, you're hopefully getting most of that through with that Pierce. Now, and, and you know, every, like I said earlier, every piece of attack damage that you can get through it is vital. You can't really err on the side of uh, the opposite of caution. You can't be willy-nilly and be like, eh, I got three attack through on this on this time when you every turn is vital for Omega Supreme. So there's Crushing Treads. Uh, if, if, you, if you are interested in Pierce, Crushing Treads is, is a must. Noble's Blaster. So this is a Wave 2 uncommon. Single blue, single green. Plus 2 attack. We're working with a weapon here. Plus 2 attack. And then if we're attacking a Decepticon, Pierce 2. Okay, so Pierce comes, comes through here. So I like this uh, for a couple reasons. I like that it has a green pip, so if I want to turn Omega Supreme on with a weapon as soon as possible, I'm going to be flipping uh, anywhere from two to four cards on defense, and sometimes even on attack if a white comes through. So I can pick that up and, and get it into my hand as soon as possible. That's why I like it. Uh, versus Decepticons, from what I've seen, most people in Constructed are running Autobots, so that Pierce doesn't come into play as often as I'd like, but when it does, hey, that's awesome to, to have. Uh, the alternative, if we're talking about similar stats, 
would be primary laser, uh, but primary laser is blue, no green, so getting it into your hand, and then there's no pierce there. And, and you know, there's, there's tons of alternatives for weapons, but Noble's Blaster is one that I like. Uh, I do see um, other people suggesting some other weapons like Energon Axe. Energon Axe is a expensive card in terms of purchasing it a la carte, if you will, not pulling it in a pack. You will see people, and I'm sure those of you listening are pulling your hair out and be like, you have to play Energon Axe. It's a staple. You need it. So if I was, if there was money on the line, yes, I would invest in a playset of this card for this deck. And I would suggest that you do, too. If there was high stakes, make sure you get a, a, a set of that card. But I'm rolling with Noble's Blaster. Reinforced plating, a must-have for armor. I've tried a base of maneuvers. It gives you tough three. But then you're scrapping that after a defense. So all you know, every turn and every upgrade that you play is valuable. So the fact that you have to scrap a base of maneuvers... Mm, that's not great. Uh, but reinforced plating, on the other hand, one less tough when we get to keep it on us uh, until somebody scraps it with a ramming speed or a vaporize or a smelt. Speaking of vaporizing, uh, you run vaporize because there are some, some weapons that uh, we don't want to stay around too long because more damage on Omega Supreme is not, not fun, uh, especially armor, those extra paddings, those armored platings, reinforced platings, force fields, no bueno. So uh, definitely you need to run some uh, vaporize. And we talked a little bit about star cards. So I was thinking about Magnus armor, Ultra Magnus's armor. It's a two-star card, so you have to run a four-star character. So I'm looking at you, Slammer. So Ultra Magnus armor gives us plus two sword. A plus two shield and a plus two uh, attack, so that's pretty cool. Um, I might have to try it out. I have Slammer. I have a copy of Ultra Magnus armor. Hmm. 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 But what about the single star cards? So we've got Heroic Team Up, which is an Autobot card. So if we're playing Warpath or Slammer. <laughs> uh, we can take Heroic Team Up, which is a single orange and single blue pip card, so that's nice to have if you're paying for it with a star. But basically what we do here is, is uh, very similar to what Roadhugger does, or even what... Um, it's actually less similar to Roadhugger and more similar to uh, Thrust from Wave 2. You tap one of your characters and donate that attack damage from that character to the other. So you could tap Omega Supreme if you wanted and donate that seven to let's say your Warpath and give him some additional attack damage. Or you could do the other and tap your uh, smaller guy and give it to Omega Supreme, giving him a steroid. So you tap and donate the damage, uh, attack damage. Then we have uh, Leap of Faith, which is a very popular star card. When, when you have an additional star, it, Leap of Faith always comes into, comes into the conversation. LOF. I'm calling it that. Leap of Faith. I'm sure other people call it that too. Always have to uh, summarize as soon as, as fast and quick as possible, which I did not do. I, I gumbled it up. 
Um, but you get to scrap the top card of your deck when you play Leap of Faith and play it. And once you've played and resolved that card, you get to scrap another one and play it. So, you know, we're playing a five-star. Let's say we're playing Flame War, and we have a Leap of Faith. So we play it. Let's say we get Brainstorm from Leap of Faith, and we have two actions in our hand. Scrap it. Play it. Play two actions. Your choice. Let's, let's say for maximum attack damage, we have two Leap into Battles. Play Leap into a Faith. We get a, uh, a Brainstorm. We play two Leap into Battles. Hey, that's plus six attack damage. But then, wait, we get to scrap another card and play that one. So if it's dumb luck, you can get some really cool plays. Play an upgrade or play some actions. Or you can bring some plan in there with Datapad or Security Console and start planning and, and stacking your deck so that you can use Leap a leap of faith uh, to its maximum effect but uh, yeah those are the star cards that i think we could bring bring in to omega supreme but i i'm very interested in what you have done with omega supreme or some of the ideas you have after taking a look at at the card so let me know uh you can comment on our twitter at dpipcast you can talk in the facebook page just for transformers or you can uh, talk to us on our Facebook page uh, and just say, hey, hey, Cam, I, I wanted to let you know that you know I ran all orange with Omega Supreme and I got waxed. Or no, uh, I, I ran orange with Omega Supreme or I ran this character because um, I would really like to see what you have seen that I haven't. Um, but this is, this is just what I've looked at with Omega Supreme. So wrapping it up, is he the strongest? No. Is he cool as hell? Yes, he's a spaceship tank, and he's got a crane machine hand and a laser hand. Crane machine, laser, tank spaceship. Sounds awesome to me. Get one while they last on Loot Vault for less than $10 using coupon code LASTCHANCE. Play a tall deck with him and let me know how it works out. Thank you very much for listening. This has been Cam with the Double Pipcast. I appreciate it. And we'll see you for episode eight next week.